Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So welcome to the second half and we'll look ahead to uh, a bit of a respite from the slog of the league. Yeah, never um, on a Sunday. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Sunday at Plainmore. Um, it's not the first off. time, is it? And, uh, no, I think we, in we, the dim and distant past, United have played on Sundays before. Um, played well, Scunthorpe on a Sunday. Yeah, it? we did at yes. the playoff game, don't we? And we played, I think, the very first match in United's first spell in the conference was on a Sunday. Greys for the TV cameras, oh, I think, okay. a nil-nil draw, yeah. and 4,000 turned up for that. There won't be that many on Sunday. No, um, but it should be a good game, shouldn't it? Chesham, yeah, opponents. Um, I mean, they've had this amazing cup season in the Southern, uh, Southern League Premier Club, they are, and uh, they've had an a, a extraordinary cup season. Yeah. They've had a great run in this competition. Um, I, I was totting up their they, prize they, money. They, they've they're, played a few times to get Oh, no, here, I think it's, is this their 15th cup tie of the season, something like that? I think they've made already something in the region of 45,000 quid in prize money, which yeah. for a club like that is, is fantastic. Money, Their league form, I mean, whether you go down the road, oh, cup runs are good for your league or not, yeah. they, 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 uh, they, they've been struggling in the league a bit, and they lost at Bedworth on Tuesday night yeah. in a league game. Before This, this all this sounds horribly basic. Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they knocked Bristol Rovers out of the FA Cup. Let's, yeah. let, let's you know put that straight on the table and and Barry Hales who Barry uh, Hales United of supporters will remember from many years ago not playing against us uh, but he of course was the the top man at Stevenage the year that Stevenage finished top of the conference and then weren't allowed to be promoted because of their ground and so we were right behind Barry Hales weren't we? We, we were, were urging uh, him to score every week that's right and um, uh, uh, United stayed in the league that year <laughs> even though they finished bottom Um, uh, and then he's moved on, had a terrific career, hasn't he? And obviously he's had a couple <coughs> of seasons at Truro quite recently, and now he's yeah. ended up at Chesham as player-coach. So, And uh, I, I haven't checked, actually, whether he played against Bedworth on, mm. on Tuesday night. He's tended to be rested for one or two games. Yeah. Um, uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, United fans don't. He's 43 now. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we've all seen experienced lads like that yeah. uh, uh, still able to put a shift in, and... Um, Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's a game. Look, United should should be capable of winning this. It is a bit of a respite from the league. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think Kevin, talking to Kevin Nicholson, you know, this week, he's, he was admitted quite freely, which I thought was good, that United, the players, did get a couple, uh, take a couple of days to get over the disappointment of losing to Wrexham. Yeah. Most managers come out and say, oh, no, 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 they were fine within 24 hours. Well, Kevin did, you know, which in a way is not a bad sign that, that, that they were they were absolutely flawed by not managing to hold on yeah. in that game. Because it did, um, I think I think we said in the first half, it had nil-nil written all over it that yeah, game, didn't it? Yeah, and, and, and to lose it like that yeah. um, was was a, a real blow. Yeah. And, and nobody's trying to say they play like Barcelona, but they, you know, they, they, they did better against the win than yeah, Wrexham had done. You yeah. know, in, in a way, and so uh, hopefully they can carry that into yeah the game because they played a friendly midweek. They played week? at Columpton in the week yeah. um, uh, uh, at Newton Abbott, Columpton yeah. Rangers at Newton Abbott at Coach Road. Um, they won that 4-1 with some uh, uh, reserves and one or two trialists in there. Um, Uh, Tyrone Marsh scored a couple. Well, I think one or two United fans are a little bit surprised that he didn't yeah. start last Saturday. 
ended up coming on near the end, well, you know, I would have thought it was a good chance he'll start on, on, yeah. on Saturday, back from suspension. You could understand um, why the manager stuck with the team that had worked so hard at Brainsley. Yeah, yeah. But with Tyro Marsh available, yes. it was a toss of a coin. Really, it's a brutal thing, football selection. You know, yeah. it's a brutal, brutal business. And, and uh, usually the, the, the older and the wart, wartier managers <laughs> get, the less worried they are yeah. about upsetting players or disappointing players and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, Kevin Nicholson went with the team, the starting mm. 11 at Braintree, which actually played right through that match, um, uh, and, and didn't pick Marsh. Um, uh, well, you know, we'll see what he does. Yeah. What, what he does on Sunday, but um, that, it's it's it's, a, it's such an important game. I mean, part yeah. of, all right, the, the, there isn't a king's ransom to be earned on Sunday. I think it's five thousand quid's worth of prize money, and then there's a little bit more in the next round. But you know, in United's current situation, stick another ten, twenty thousand quid in the bank. You know, in 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 the coffers, and. You know that can be a real Good help. Money, isn't that it? gets yeah. you a player. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, and and um, so it is important. It's important financially, and it's important morale-wise. You know, to, for, for United not to go and slip up. I think if defeat on Sunday would 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 floor everyone. Yeah. It? And one player that we know won't be involved in the rest of Talking United season is Ashley Yeoman because yes. he's left the club this week. He has. Uh, he's, he had a contract. Paul Cox gave him, at the start of the season, gave him a contract to Christmas. Because well, he was scoring for fun in the pre-season. Well, I think he? Paul Cox was just the latest manager to look at him and think, there's a finisher. Yeah. You know, not just because he scored you know, a load of goals against Gampton, with all due respect to Gampton, but because anybody who's ever seen Ashley Yeoman play football knows that he can stick the ball in the back of the net. And, and uh, you and I and whose army have always thought over the years, oh, if only, if only, yeah, he's so close. We've spoken about so him many times we on have, this podcast, and, and, haven't we? And, you know, he's a bit like Elliot Bennion at one time. He was sort of coming on as substitute and looking good and scoring a goal and, and just at the right time. Yeah. And and he is he's always been an instinct ever since he was a schoolboy, just an instinctive finisher. And and it's just been such a you know, he's had what, six, seven years at this now, you know, yeah. trying to force his way and, and make himself a regular first team player. And he's had a loan spell up at Bath, hasn't he? His latest loan spell yeah. and he wasn't really getting in. He didn't score while he was there and the last few weeks um he's been on the subs bench, which yeah. was disappointing. And um it, it, it's just I, I think in years to come we might you know he, he's almost the the goal scorer that never quite was you know yeah. and and it's such a shame a he's an absolutely charming lad everybody likes him all the managers he's worked under like him yeah. have, have always liked him he's very diligent he works hard he doesn't cause any problems he gets his head down and he's not a bad footballer but you know the gap that narrow gap of yeah. being not quite there and absolutely being there is so narrow and it's uh, it will always be I think for quite a few of us a, a disappointment and a frustration we wish him well though, don't yeah we? absolutely we well. yeah and, and you wouldn't you wouldn't put it beyond the rounds of possibility that he might pop out yeah. somewhere else and start banging some goals in but um, there you go and the other chap we need to talk about this week is Gary Monk yeah, I, I former form, talky lad through and through, through former talky player. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, from Shippey, um, yeah. and his parents still live there. And and uh, he he was a, a old old fashioned apprentice, mm -hmm. so trainee at uh, at Torquay, came up through the old youth scheme, 
um, got in the first team at United. Southampton paid 100,000 quid for him and he went there and came back to United on loan at one yeah. stage um, and ended up at Swansea and he's become an absolute part of the fiction fishers, fixtures and fittings at, at Swansea, captaining the club on what's been a wonderful, wonderful yeah. journey for them, isn't it? I mean, it was only, what, 2003-04 when United won promotion under Leroy Rossini that I think United did a double over them that season. I remember a memorable 2-1 yeah. win at, at the old Vetchfield ground. And, uh, but Roberto Martinez took them, didn't he, initially, and then Brendan Rodgers and yeah. Michael Laudrup, and then Gary Monk was promoted from the dressing room to the manager's office and I think um, hadn't done an awful lot wrong though. Well, I, I know like you were saying the stakes are so high in the Premier League aren't they it's just almost now I, I think it, it's getting to the point where man managers particularly are, are anybody's just dispensable in the search for this desperate need yeah. to stay in the Premier League now I, I can't understand Whoever Swansea get in, if they get a cross between Sir Alex Ferguson, Arsene Wenger and Jose Mourinho... Or, or in Ryan there, Giggs, yeah, as they're talking about. Anybody, yeah. you know, is that any guarantee that they're going to no. stay in the Premier League? Swansea are a club that has no particular divine right, as if anybody does, but that, 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 to be in the Premier League anyway. Uh, and, and it's a club that I think we all of us have sort of admired yeah. for so long about yeah. the way they've got it. And this is a very un-Swansea City decision. Man, many um, things about the Premier League make us angry on this they podcast, do, but they that, do. That's, that's one that's really got my goat. Yeah, week. I mean, you'd almost half expect it at an Aston Villa or something mm. like that, you know, with all due respect to Aston Villa. But, but Swansea City, it's a very un-Swansea decision. Yeah, we expected and, and, better um, of Swansea, didn't we? I, I think so, and, and uh, it, it's such a disappointment for somebody who's been so, you know, part of the yeah. club. Yeah, and, uh, such an important part of that club. It's not somebody they shipped in a couple of years ago and they've got rid of, or six months ago. And uh, but there, there you go. go, it's happened. And it's happened. Um, well, commiserations. Bit of uh, a shame. I'm sure we'll be chatting to him in the near yeah. future to get a, his views so. on it all. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you at the Lorna Window Stadium on Sunday. Don't forget, it's Sunday, three o'clock kickoff. Half FA price, Trophy. half price. It's uh, good value. Come on, you yellows. <laughs>